to the newest year. I'm Aludra. With me, as always, is Ben. Hey, I'm here too. And this is Box Four Show. Box Four Show. New Year's Box Four Show. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, a little bit into the New Year's because I was ill for quite a while. Ben, Ben, it always takes us a while to pick up after after Christmas and the end of the year. It always know, but, does. But this time it, it was even worse because I didn't think that people wanted to hear a show with me talking like this and coughing oh. and sneezing the whole time. Well, there's that that lovely, what, two, three weeks span where we were Is both it a, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I had it for, let's see, probably about five or six weeks total. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We, we overlapped some in there. Somehow I gave it to you, even though we didn't e- even see each other. Nah, yeah, no, actually, it was Minion 2 coming home from school. Oh. He brought exotic college illness with him. And, yeah. All yes. I know for sure, guys, because I did end up in the emergency room, is that it wasn't COVID and it wasn't the flu. And they're like, it could be anything. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my, after my second dose of uh, antibiotics, a, a different, stronger version, as well as four other meds, uh, I started getting better. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Thank nice. you so to you that. Got, you, you didn't have a virus then. No, it, it, I must not have. Antibiotics, because. I know. They, they, <laughs> therefore, uh, you know, bacteria. I couldn't think of the word yeah. for a second there. It's been a long day. Biotics. Yes, exactly. Those were the antibiotics. So, yes, illnesses abound, but uh, I still had a great end to my year. I'm sure you did, too. Um, It was okay. Uh, we didn't spend any time with family because we were both really sick and didn't mm-hmm. want to get anybody else sick. Although, yeah. Nevermore did the most amazing thing for New Year's. So, mm-hmm. New Year's Day comes along. Did you have a balloon, you crazy kids? No, we didn't have a balloon. Oh. But, okay. uh, no, it, it was it was great. So, like, I was feeling, you know, pretty sick and stuff. Uh, I did. It, usually New Year's is when I'm super busy with work because, mm-hmm. you know, new stuff starts on the first for my work. So, we have to have everything done the night before. Um, Which like, makes no sense. Why not at the end uh, or, or at the beginning of Q1, you know? Yeah, well, 1-1 one, one is the beginning of Q1, which means it needs to be up and ready to oh, go. Oh, no, I thought that so. happened in February. Mm-mm. No, no, Q1 is 1-1, one, one. Um, mm. at least for my work, for what we're talking about. But the thing right. is, is because... Industry, I'm thinking of. Yeah, because 1-1 one, uh-huh. one was on a Sunday, we could still do stuff on Sunday. And then we actually had 1-2 off, so we technically had a three-day weekend to work on all this stuff. But the best part is wow. I, I finished it all on the 31st. So on the first, I was relaxing and stuff, feeling really crappy and sick. I ended up taking a nap kind of later in the day. And then when I woke up, Nevermore had started making a turkey dinner because we weren't able to go and spend the Christmas with either of our families. And it was Aww. absolutely great and amazing. And it tasted so good. And we had leftovers for like a week and it was awesome. That so, is, that is really kick butt. So yeah, it was a great way to, to show, bring in the new year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Turkey is uh, amazing for holidays. Very much so. That's cool. Yeah. But uh, so you had a good uh, um, wintery break 
the holidays oh, yeah, season? definitely. I've got uh, a billion new books. Well, oh, actually, good. just five. Five new books. But that's that's five books. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and so, yeah, it's been storming out here, like, so bad that, that last week, even if we were both up for it, we couldn't have recorded because I kept losing power. Yes. Yeah, it was a, a tactical choice to not record last week because of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that afternoon, I was already... In the bathroom, in the dark. That's fun. Yeah. You never know and what's going to happen. When everything, when everything is blackout quiet, you can suddenly hear the storm outside. And you're like, dang it. Am I going to go out there to an apocalypse scene? Well, the the kind of scary, creepy part is that on mm-hmm. the news, I saw so many places in like Southern California like flooding. And I'm like, yeah. well, luckily, I know you don't live on the first floor. That's a good thing. The yeah. bad thing is, is that water is still bad. So hey, a lot of water still causes problems, even if you're up floor up. So. Exactly. But, yeah. you know, I, I knew the area that you're in. You would have said something if it was actually a danger. So I was I, mm-hmm. you know, pretty happy about that. Yeah. Last decade or so, they actually redid the sewer lines in front of the street because it would get flooded on the street corner where I live. Oh, wow. Yeah. The, the nearest cross streets would get really flooded and like carry a toddler away flooded on a surprisingly little amount of rain. Yeah. And you kind of live, if I remember correctly, kind of a top of a hill kind of area, too. Oh, no, no, no. I'm like midway. <laughs> well, I mean, there's still an, an incline to get up to yeah. where you live. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. The oh, slope keeps gonna... going. Oh, man. <laughs> no, that slope keeps going. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So it, it took only like a little bit of rain to turn everything in this torrential, torrential rush. It was, mm-hmm. and the streets were closed for so long. So I'm really grateful for that. And uh, a lot of the drainage around here has actually been redone. But for That's the first good. time since the kids were little, it got really swampy in, in our courtyard area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that used to be a much more typical thing that happens so i'm just waiting for these geese to come back in a couple oh, more weeks. no that's right they're gonna freaking love it here <laughs> oh it's just been raining 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 but i'm inside so it's like ooh, uh, let me grab a blanket and be cozy with a cup of tea and yeah. a book so that being said uh what else have you been up to while you have been inside nice and cozy Oh, you mean my gaming? Ah, see, that's the segue right there. Yeah, I know. It's a real nice one, too. Oh, Ben, I've been having so much fun. Uh, While Minion was here for Christmas, I went through my old Humble Bundles, and I found a game that I've always wanted to try. Yeah. But uh, didn't know. It was, like, in my Ukraine bundle. Oh, yeah. And it's it's Slay the Spire. It's a, It's another roguelike, but it's a card game. Okay. Where it's like, ah, attack and block and do this with cards and you build a deck to go through. And there are three levels and then there's three characters and then there's another secret character. Shh. But it's not Ooh. so secret because when you boot up, there's a big empty square for it. So it's like, <laughs> mm, where what goes there? And uh, so, yeah, and you've, the first goal is to beat the game with all the characters. Okay. And it took me a while because I am not good with some of these people. Like, the first one is a big red knight. And uh, 
you know, he, he's just basically sword swings and blocks. It's so basic. And mm-hmm. yet I'm awful with him. I am so terrible. <laughs> he's got all of these warrior moves too, like, you know, rage, uh, rage strikes mm-hmm. and uh, slice and dicing. Well, no, that's the rogue one. But anyway, so I am just awful with him and he's the most straightforward one. <laughs> So you go through this map and what it is is like there will be question marks and who knows what could happen here. It could be a fight or it could be uh, one of a, like a more than a dozen little things that can happen like spin this wheel or do you want a choice between these or you could fight or here's the merchant. So it's like the, the, the chance spot on a Monopoly board. Yeah, exactly. And then there are two type of enemy fights on the map one's just little guys and when you defeat them you get another card to add to your deck you get to choose three okay and then uh then there's elite fights which usually have a gimmick they're really hard like one of them is uh this guy if you use any kind of blocking skills he he's in a rage so it makes him angrier and his strength goes up (laughs) so you got to figure out at what point do you want to take that hit yeah And then uh, there's, like, these things that they'll add static cards to your deck and stuff, certain moves and and just crazy little mini boss fights. And then at the top of the map, there's the big boss fight. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and that's the one. And then there are three maps. And then you go to the end boss. And then I just – so I had just beaten it with one of every person – so I had unlocked the secret thing and 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 I'm working on the, you know, kind of it's kind of considered post game, I guess. OK, I don't know. But where, you know, you just make it harder and harder and harder for yourself. Yeah. And, you know. And I I finally beat it on the first level of the new. It's uh, like, like the, the extra hard. Yeah. On extra hard. And there was a bunch of stuff there that I wasn't expecting. Like what? Like just different types like of enemies Like a new and stuff? map. Oh, wow. <laughs> like a big secret new map. <laughs> wait, wait. So you just Hold basically on. completely reopened the game again to yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a smaller map, like substantially smaller. But the fights were insane. And I made it all the way to the boss. So I did make it to the boss. And I was like, okay. Good job. But I only had like 15 health. So there was no way I was going to make it through. Okay. So now the big question is, is, do you get something special for beating that with every character? I have no idea. You got to try it then. That's the mystery I'm working on now. That's really cool. Yeah. And there's so many cool cards and like different ways to play. Like I like playing as this robot. It uh, it channels these orbs mm-hmm. that that are kind of like so. Some of them will hit, and some of them will do blocking, and others apply buffs and stuff. And there, there's some strategies where you know the orbs aren't very important, but others where the one I like to do is I get a million orbs flying around through various shenanigans you can do with a deck. I'm assuming they, they don't you, hurt you. No, no, they don't hurt you at all. So you, you do your normal hitting and, and blocking, but then if you have to use the entire turn blocking so you don't take any damage, it's okay because if you have some of those DPS orbs out, they're it's just going to really bounce great. around and hit. 
Yeah. And then I like to take these cards that are like, crush one of your orb slots. You, the orbs all now hit really harder. And so if you, if you get certain little, um, trinkets, like from the mini boss fights and stuff, relics, that's the word, relics from mm -hmm. the mini boss fights, they apply these big buffs like, oh, uh, there's one for that robot mage guy that happens to be every three turns will make a new orb slot for you <laughs> until, until you got a million of them flying around and then you take your I crush this orb slot so everybody else hits harder. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's got a little bit of a longer ramp up than some of the other ones, but I have fun with it. And then like with the rogue, you can really focus on Either shivs, which are free to toss out, so you're not using up all your points in a hand, uh, mm -hmm. hand of cards, or you can just dot the guy up with poison and let nature take its course. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah. It's a, it sounds very roguey. It is. It's very roguelike, but unlike, like, say, Hades or something, there's not interactions that change. There's no lore here. The lore here is you want to slay the spire. <laughs> That's good enough sometimes. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's just good enough, and you can be one of three characters while doing it. Yeah. But there's daily challenges and stuff, and judging by the leaderboards, a lot of people play this game. Well, that's pretty cool. I'm... It, it it's one of those things where I do, I'm not interested in playing it myself, but mm -hmm. it sounds interesting and cool and like definitely unique enough that I I totally get why you're enjoying it and love it. Oh yeah yeah yeah. There's collectibles in it, but it's not like you got to go out of your way to get them all off on the checklist. You know, yeah. you just keep playing and you'll eventually unlock every card. And you don't even have to buy every card. It's just. Seeing it in the merchant has unlocked the information about it for you in the compendium about it. That's good to know. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, even the evil cards you get. Because sometimes things debuff you by putting bad cards in your deck that, like, take one point of damage for every card in your hand at the end of the round that this card was dealt in. Yeah, that's not good. And that sort of thing. Yeah. I like card games a lot, Ben. Like. Oh. I really love deck building type of games. And so this this is just fun for me. Yeah. I mean, totally not a card game kind of guy. So I I get mm -hmm. it. But again, yeah. sounds very cool. Um, yeah, yeah. You know. It was in, it's something I don't think I would have had the patience to play before I played Hades. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. You know, mm -hmm. with it being a different type of, of roguelike and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, you want to talk about something that requires some patience. Yes, I do. Oh, man, I can't believe I actually did it. But Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga, I 100% of that. Oh, my gosh, Ben. Like, even to the point Wait, where I got the platinum trophy on PlayStation. You managed to unlock the gonk droid without it being Christmas gonk? Yeah, I, I unlocked you the gonk droid. Like 20 quests. There's a ton of gunk quests. There's so much fun. And There's like so many quests. gunk quests. Mm. But here's the thing. So what I did is um, I think I talked a little bit about it, um, I think, on last episode. But I'd gone through. I'd 100%ed 
everything on the galaxy map. So, you know, unlocked all the characters, unlocked all the ships. Then I just had all the challenges that I had to do and then, then getting the mini kits. So I'm like, okay, you got to go back through, replay all of these levels, which mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that I, I went through the game, did all the unlocks, and then went through the game again because yeah, it was really cool. I got to see some really awesome cutscenes again and stuff. And I, I gotta tell you, having all those extra studs to unlock the clues on what you need to do for the challenge is so helpful. Yeah, I'm sure and it is. Even then, on some of those, I'm like, no clue what that means. Let's go to YouTube <laughs> to find yeah, out some of them. Yeah. And, and there are some that are just like, oh, okay. You know, that, that, that are a little bit out there. Someone took like a, a few tries to do and everything. But like overall, I had a lot of fun doing it. And I got to say, like, just replaying through those mission game or mission mission levels and stuff. There's so much thought and care that was put into mm-hmm. those, like for each movie. Each movie has five levels. Yeah. And then, of course, there's the galaxy map that has just an environment to run around and just find so much stuff in, whether it's just like kyber so bricks or little uh, extra missions or just really interesting, funny things that are going on. And like, I absolutely loved it. And it was such a fun time. So the neat thing is, is once you get a hundred percent, you know, everything's unlocked, you've gotten everything, go back to Yavin. And then you climb the temple, just go all the way up to the top of the temple. Mm-hmm. And then there's a thing there that says that, Oh, you did a hundred percent. Yay. And then it has like, like Luke and Darth Vader and Leia, like, you know, everybody just kind of standing there mm-hmm. like all happy and stuff. You go over and then you push a button and then like music's playing and, and, and studs just start falling from the sky. Nice. You don't need them anymore because you've unlocked everything. So they yeah. just keep coming infinitely. They just keep dropping and like wow. music's going on and stuff. And everyone's like, woo and everything it just it, it was a lot of fun and um so yeah so like i said i got the platinum trophy on playstation which includes you know unlocking everything but also certain things like um and it, a, a trophy that was uh you're a little short for a stormtrooper which is like your hero character needs to you know, put on like stormtrooper armor and stuff like 25 times or something like that so oh wow so as i was going back through the game you know, I was doing free play, so I could switch to any character that I wanted at any time. So anytime Stormtrooper armor fell or whatever, I would turn around, pop on a hero, put stuff on, get that, and then just switch back to who I was playing as normally and stuff. And it was it was really great. I mean, just overall, I know I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again, and I continue saying it, but this is the best Lego game that has ever been released and it is one of the most fun Star Wars game that has ever been released. It's just a, a good mishmash of just fun. And all the time that it took for me to get 100% is worth it because there's so much in that game to do mm-hmm. in order yeah, to get really these is. things. Like so really many side is. quests. There's something like 700 characters or something to unlock. Mm-hmm. And like 50 ships or something plus capital yeah. ships plus the mini ships. And I mean just – Everything, just so much to do in that game. It'll get it. It'll. I mean, it came out in April, and Grand, I didn't really start playing it again uh, until, gosh, maybe June or something like that. But I mean, it was it was like a good six months of me playing to to mm-hmm. get everything. So it, you yeah. really get what you pay for with that game. Oh, definitely. Thrax and I, uh, before the illness came to our house, uh, we we had just finished up. So the way we're playing it is we're just going on free play back to the levels mm-hmm. 
and getting a hundred percent of everything there. And then, then we'll do story missions and other things like that. But for yeah. right now, we're having a, a good time. We just finished Tatooine and we're like, oh, my oh God. thank God. Thank God. That is the done. worst. The last four. The last four spots were killing us. Mm-hmm. Killing us. Because not only is this an open level like most of them are, it, it also has... They decided Tatooine being a wide open flat desert. No, no, no. That wasn't going to work for them. Mm-hmm. So there's all these mountains and canyons and canyons yeah. and, and caves and the the viewfinder you get will tell you approximately what direction to go to. But it's really bad with stuff like up, down, mm-hmm. behind a door. That is in another area, technically, and you have to load into it. Yeah. Or... There's a lot of map looking when you're going through to unlock mm-hmm. stuff. And yeah. the Jedlin Wastes are the worst. Absolute worst. Mm-hmm. So we played for a good hour getting the last four. Just these last four. Good job. I, I found one of them. And, and he's like, how do you know to to rocket off there because there wasn't an official rocket part where you mm-hmm. get on the glider and rocket over. I'm like, well, I looked around and went, this is the tallest point. <laughs> yep. Go from there. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yep. I, I, I definitely cheated the system the a few times. Yeah. I, I kept missing the drop to get onto the the platform that had the, the stupid. Yeah, the Kyber brick. Uh, yeah, Kyber brick. Thank you. Oh, but yeah, no. Then when you get on the platform, then you f- see, oh, that's how I was really supposed to get here. <laughs> that's always No, fun. no, it was just a statue in the middle of the courtyard. Oh. <laughs> and up above it was the Kaiba brick floating. And it was like, okay, there's no other way to get this. Like, I've really, lo- I've studied this canyon. I can draw it in my sleep, guys. <laughs> and, and I just figured, get to the high point and glide over to it. Yeah, but I, it, it's so it's so close enough though that you're you're way over it when you get there. So it's like you don't know if when you drop mm-hmm. if you're going to be directly over it or not. So yeah, like climbing Jabba's palace that was fun. Um, mm-hmm. Doing all the the droid missions for the Jawas, like I actually really enjoyed that, but yeah. it was so time consuming because there were so many of them. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, but so then many. You, and, and you so get to many unlock playing like, as a mouse droid, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dumb. So dumb. I kept falling in the same hole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I love the game. It's really fun. Where else can you play as Han Solo in Carbonite? I, I will tell you. You can't. And it goes hop, 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 It does. <laughs> it's so dumb. Um, no, so fun fact. Uh, when I was going th- going back through the story missions and uh, I had to fight the Rancor, I'm like, I'm on free play. I'm going to become a Rancor. And apparently you, you can't because I guess it thinks it's too small of an area or whatever. So yeah. I'm like, okay. I switched myself to a Wampa and I started beating the crap out of the Rancor as a Wampa. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I had my own monster Live fight club. Star Wars dreams. Exactly. Totally should have turned myself into Jabba, though. Mm. So 
for the most part, I ended up uh, doing all my free play stuff as Ahsoka. And then uh, once she was available, um, crap, bounty hunter girl from Rebels. And I can't remember her name right now. And now I feel like an idiot. But yeah, I, I ran around as Ahsoka most of the time because uh, mm. she's one of my favorite characters from like Clone Wars and everything like that. And I'm like, hey, now she gets to see the world as it was in the movies. Yep. I like Sabine. Playing, like, Sabine all- Wren. There we go. Ah, I like playing as an all-female squad, which is fun. Mm-hmm. I spend a, a lot of time on Ray. I like Ray. I don't care. I do and, too. Uh, she gets a bad rap, and you know what? It's not mm-hmm. her fault. It really isn't. Uh, though, except for villains, I was totally General Grievous. Like <laughs> that's my villain there until. So we're on Tatooine, and we're running around a lot as Ray for her lovely little. Uh, uh, scavenger abilities mm-hmm. and I go I, I find something that needs a villain I've probably already done it a million times but I'm just like whatever I'm retracing steps basically because again those last four suck yeah. oh yeah <laughs> so I was about to be grievous when I realized no no Every time you're somebody on the screen is Ray and you're playing as Kylo Ren, he starts spewing sappy lines. <laughs> yes. Like everything from together again to, oh, we are an amazing team, don't you think? Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, uh-huh. Every time it's like the most noncommittal, uh, no thanks. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, you think so? Huh. You know, just she's totally, but it's so funny. The dynamic is, he's so mm-hmm. desperate for her attention. Oh, so yeah. desperate. I mean, all the different like interactions and stuff that they have is great. Like mm-hmm. Palpatine and Anakin or Palpatine and Vader together is great because Palpatine, you know, let me tell you about the tale of Darth Plagueis. And, mm-hmm. and he'll respond, not again. You've told me that a thousand times already and stuff. And, yeah. I mean, there's so many different just like inside jokes just all over the mm-hmm. place between all these different character interactions and stuff. Um, one of the fun ones is if, if you run around as Ben Solo for a Jedi, he'd be like, yeah, it's the least I can do to make up for that uh, Ren stuff or, or whatever. <laughs> he says something like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, this is great. Yeah. Yeah. I just I, the interactions are honestly what makes it. Mm hmm. And you can be on opposite sides of the maps from your friends and they're still yelling at each other. Exactly. Because they know you're on the screen. It's a video game. It's fine. You're all listening through the same speakers. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, 100% on that. So proud. The only other game that That I... That is quite the accomplishment, dude. Yeah, the only other platinum trophy that I have is from the uh, Marvel Spider-Man game because that game was fantastic, too. Yeah, just webbing around. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, uh, what else have you been playing? Uh, I'm okay. So, I've been playing a lot of House Flipper, you guys. Like, hey, and embarrassing. I have painted so many walls, and it's just so zen right now, which is <laughs> kind of what I need. I just need to like relax and focus on not focusing. And the best way to do that, honestly, is. Okay, the next thing in the checkbook is clean the windows. I swear, if house cleaning 
and and home renos were as easy as this. You knock down a wall and just everything vanishes after 10 seconds. It oh, just vanishes. Great. You don't need to sweep it or anything. And it only costs three bucks to fix a wall if you break it. That's even if better. If you break the wrong one. Yeah. Wow. But it, it's, it's this fun game. So you're like a renovation business, but you can also do like not only whole like buying the house and flipping it, mm-hmm. but people hire you for jobs and stuff. And in the various DLCs, there's a bunch. Like there's an HGTV DLC <laughs> where there are two quote unquote hosts who, after you meet the people and stuff, they both have a different idea for certain rooms. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like one I didn't really appreciate was like the dude and the lady because it's HGTV. There's a dude and a lady. Yeah. There, there's about middle class white bread as you can get. And the teenage girl has gotten really, really into playing the guitar. Okay. She's vowed to play practice morning, noon, and night. And you're moving into this, this uh, tiny little house. And it's like, okay, so what do you, what do you want to do with this new information? Because suddenly the kid will get a new interest or... Um, you know, she'll decide, oh my God, I hate yellow. Why did I say this? And you have to like repaint everything after you started painting and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, all right. So the dude, he's like, all right, they share a wall with the master bedroom. <laughs> Soundproof foam. Let's lean into this, you know, make it a little teenager's dream, like a little preteen teenager's dream. Mm-hmm. But soundproof, soundproof, soundproof. And then the lady, she's like, let's ignore this. It's just a phase. And and her idea was like unicorns and teddy bears. And I was like, no, no, you're just, you're just making her a baby forever. Mm -hmm. Infantilizing? Infantilizing, yeah. That's it. Infantilizing her. And I don't appreciate that on my watch. Yeah, plus, you know, think about it. You're also future-proofing the room. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because, I mean, no matter what, she's going to be a loud teenager. So let's, let's, this room is so tiny, too. It's this, like, teeny tiny beach house, right? And a family of five is moving in. Oh, no. And I'm, they want three sofas. Ben, I'm never going to let this go. They wanted three sofas in their living room. And these aren't, like, love seats. These are sofas. In the smallest living room you've ever seen in your life, including mine. So you make a U. That's about all you can do. You can't, actually. It's not big enough. So you make a weird version of non-stadium seating with sofas. You also have to have room for this fireplace. (laughs) And a and a coffee table that's too big for the space. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. And you have to put all of those in there. Otherwise, it's like you cannot move Otherwise, on. Otherwise, the job's not complete. Oh, my gosh. They they, they have a list. Okay, so some of, some of the levels in this game, because people hire you from everything from, hey, my, my boyfriend didn't take the breakup well and he stole my radiator, so can you fix it? That is weird. To, okay, so there's this bomb shelter DLC. <laughs> Okay, that's cool. I'm I'm in. I'm sold. <laughs> you go in there to clean up bomb shelters, but one of the one of the uh one of the quests is like, hey, so my mother in law wants to move in. 
I don't want this. So I talked my wife into putting her in the bunker. <laughs> Can you make it comfortable enough that it looks like I made an effort, but not so comfortable that she Don't actually enjoys living there? Yeah. And then they give you a list of like, this room has to be this color and they want this flooring and then buy these pieces of furniture. But within reason, you're choosing like the color of the furniture and the style. Because sometimes it'll even just give you a mood board. It's like, <laughs> I want the room to evoke this. And then they made a gardening DLC. So these houses are un unnaturally large plots of land, Ben. Yeah, no kidding. They're on unnaturally large plots. And you can't build onto these houses if you buy them. But what they decided to do is, all right, we'll let you plant things. So gardens, swimming pools, koi ponds, you name it. Several billion types of plants just yeah so now you can do this and enter the house into gardening contests just you know what make the jungle cruise from disneyland you'll be set more or less yeah yeah more or less or uh, i always like to put a like little side garden like to one of the sides of the house like oh here's all the tomato plants and i'm being adventurous and i have a pumpkin vine which is <laughs> massive and, and stuff like that so i always have fun and then they had a pets DLC. Of course. Okay, wait. HG luxury. Oh, there's the luxury one where everybody's stupid rich and and they go to show you can't buy taste. <laughs> some, of the, some of the rooms you make in there, you, you're just like, oh my god. And then after luxury, there's gardening and pets. And so now you're not only remodeling houses for people with. Uh, who have pets and they want to keep their pets in mind. But there's also like a house. They're like, don't open the bedroom. That's unmarked at the top of the stairs. There's a cat in there and it'll get out. <laughs> Renovate our house, but l don't open this door. That leave the cat. Mm -hmm. So they zoom in on a door. You go up there. There's four. There's four identical doors. So, you know what? You only have a 25% chance of doing it wrong. Yeah, well, there's a mini-map. It, it it also helps, but... <laughs> okay. Yeah, so... And then there's just... There's iconic houses, too. That, like... You can't click on it, buy it, or do a mission there, but there is the Simpsons house on the map. Oh, neat. But other Other houses are... There's one that's been burnt down, but it's the house from Breaking Bad. There is mm. a pizza on the roof. And then there is the one with all, where all the Friday the 13th places, <laughs> movies, the Jason movies. Either way, there's a body in the backyard you've got to like. It, <laughs> Do you just like and, just pick it up and toss it in the trash or? Well, no, it's so weird. So the body is buried. So you have to dig it up and then rebury it. But this time a grave marker pops up. So I guess it's. It's it's Probably kosher at that point. Yeah, yeah. At that point, yeah, it's kosher. <laughs> Otherwise, there will be jump scares on only that level. There's the Home Alone house. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and and at first they just want you to clean it up after, after uh, the, the, the shenanigans <laughs> of the movie. Yeah. That's great. Which is nice. But you can also, all these houses you can buy. And then there's... uh. 
bigger missions where it's like we want to move in and this house has been like lived in by somebody else and we just don't have the time and don't want so their you like yeah can you renovate this there's several inherited houses that happen this way uh there's uh one where this guy is surprising his girlfriend by buying her a building. It's like, oh, okay, must be nice. And, well, it's like the top <laughs> floor of the building. Oh, that's even, like, better. Yeah. Yeah, it used to be a bar and an apartment. And, yeah, I know. I was like, drunk people would always be coming into your room, dude. Yeah. Always be coming into your room. You know, But fun- then he's like... Fun fact, I always mm-hmm. thought that, one, living in New York was not that expensive, and two, <laughs> that the ultimate thing to live in would be a giant flat, thanks to the movie Big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. He had that big old warehouse area. Mm-hmm. It was insane. But, so this one is, okay, make it not a bar, you know, make this kitchen not quite here but over here instead is a lot of what you're doing there's one mission in the pets dlc and the lady's like i've purchased everything i'm an old woman i can't get it all inside decorate my house everything's on the lawn now normally what it does is it gives you a budget and then then you just kind of buy it and yeah yeah, you, you just buy the things and you put them and, and you can arrange them. You pick the color, sometimes the style, you know, you, you, you choose if everything in the room is the same wood kind, like mm-hmm. pine. But then they added a million more wood kinds like steeple. Oh, and of course. American Everybody's oak. favorite. Yeah. Well, actually, it's this really cool black gray wood. So, yeah, it's pretty nice. But you've got to like. The walls are beige, and it's like, oh, okay. Do you know how much you could do with furniture if the walls are just beige? A lot? Yeah. And then there's these houses where it's like, my dad doesn't want me living in dorms. Haha, <laughs> he bought me this restaurant. Can you turn it into a house? That's kind of cool. It is, and she's Barbie. So you get to make everything pink and white. That's not as cool. And build- no, no, no. It's actually really, I, I didn't think I'd like it either, but it's really fun oh. to just. So House Flipper is, has been out for a few years. House Flipper 2 is out or going to be out by the end of this year. Ooh. Definitely. And so for House Flipper 1, they've added a bunch of new missions and are still in progress on the farm DLC. Ooh. Because now that you can pet a dog, don't you want to pet a pig? Or a cow. I mean, that's the next logical progression. Oh, yeah, totally. But it looks like you're restoring farmhouses and barns and stuff. And there's this new drone system for you to play with. And <laughs> it, this game is so much scope creep, you guys. Because it's like, okay, let's do a house or a game where you're just cleaning, fixing up houses. And, and then eventually the end game is to buy them and sell them at a profit. Which can be really tricky sometimes. And then now it's like the biggest scope creep, you guys. Because now you're farming and you're raising animals. And you're helping at the local animal shelter. And you're you're doing all this gardening for gardening contests. And it's just an amazing case of scope creep. But that works. Yeah. Sounds it like it. It works so well. Yeah, they're adding like more than a dozen new paint colors to the game in the new DLC. 
Well, I mean, you need to have that variety. You really do. They're like, oh, people are saying that our gradients aren't gradient enough. How's this? And it's like, this is some of the new paint colors. And it's like literally just one shade going from dark to white (laughs) in each row. So are you saying they are or are not gradient? (laughs) They are not gradient, but they are gradients. Oh, good. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. I just made this most ridiculous checkered. So sometimes it's very logical when they say we want two paint colors in this room and you see they're actually just an open concept with a smaller room that should have had a wall there. Hmm. Gotcha. And would have 20 years ago, but doesn't now. Mm-hmm. No, that's not what I do. It's like three of these walls in pink, one in tan. Over here, all the trims in tan, but over here, the trims in pink. It's like. Hey, whatever nonsense. works. So then I took these two floors that don't match. Like, they're both hardwood flooring. Okay. But the black one has bigger chunks that it makes the planks out of than the white one. And I made a checkerboard out of this terribly mishmashed textured flooring because this guy was just being difficult. So I decided to be difficult. It looked awful, Ben. The lights bouncing off the bigger chunks in the floor because why not highly detail the wood floors? (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that sounds great. Yeah, I'm getting. You can get really weird with stuff in the game. Like nothing has to match; they just all have to be what's requested. Mm-hmm. So you can make some awful, hideous rooms and 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 still hit all the boxes. And they're like, "Wow, this is so great! It's just what I wanted." Well, that's good. And I'm glad that you're really enjoying it. And the fact that they're still like supporting it, even though two is coming out like by the end of the year, that's actually pretty cool. They are simultaneously working on this DLC for the previous game and the new game that's coming out. That's impressive. Yeah, it really is. That's a lot to ask for people. Exactly. So you want to talk about hitting all the boxes. Mm hmm. I do. I have been playing God of War Ragnarok. Wow, that's not baseball or a game. I expect <laughs> hitting boxes. Uh, well, oh, I guess he does pound on the des- top of the chest. Yeah, yeah. You, you destroy the chest to get into him. Also, mm-hmm. there's a whole bunch of like pots and vases and boxes all over the place that you just, just yeah. destroy and and mm-hmm. get hack silver for her from and yeah, stuff. So I forgot. I forgot. He kind of Fonzie's chests open. To oh my gosh, time. it's great! It's so great. Um. Okay, so I, I went on and gushed about my replay of the first one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I was playing Lego <laughs> Star Wars for so long that I kind of put God of War to the side, uh, as yeah. well as the, the other game that I kind of uh, played, which I didn't have as much time to play as I wanted to. Anyways, long long story short, um, I'm about it's maybe a rambling night. somewhere between like 10 to 14 hours or something into God of War Ragnarok. And it right. is so good. Like... I'm going to have some just some minor spoilers here. It's not going to be like, you know, big story spoilers or anything like that. But um, I got to say it is it's a ton of fun. The story that they have on it is great. Uh, Character design for like certain people is just not what you expect at all. It, It totally subverts your expectations. And I really love it. Like 
uh, you know, you, it, it was teased at the end of the the last game, but you you meet Thor, you meet mm-hmm. Odin, you meet you know a bunch of other characters and stuff, and they they're definitely not what you expect, but it's it's just amazing. So as you're going through the game, you know the the story is progressing from the end of uh, the first game, which turns out like there's a prophecy. Turns out that uh, again, spoilers here for the first game now, uh, but uh, Kratos' son Atreus is actually Loki. So he's, you know, part mm-hmm. God, part giant and stuff. And the story kind of centers around him and how he's supposed to be like this chosen one and stuff. And it's just amazing. The story that they're telling and like, you know, pulling in all this, like, you know, kind of Viking lore and stuff. And, and, um, you know, for, for the, you know, the Viking God or the Norse gods and everything. And, yeah. and yeah. I am just, I'm eating it all up. I mean, I'm not super familiar with that, with that, uh, um, you know, a pantheon and mythology and everything like that. But, you know, I, I'm, I, I, I dabble a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then of course I, I love the Thor comics and stuff too. So I'm yeah, recognizing I names say, and, gotta, and stuff. You've got to have at least passing knowledge because of comic books. <clears throat> yeah. But um, it, it, so this does something. And again, here's where kind of a slight spoiler comes into play. A few hours into the game, you end up playing as Atreus. And yeah. so there's sections in the game now where you're playing as him, where you're separated mm-hmm. from, from Kratos. And I got to tell you, those, <coughs> excuse me, that, that surprised me and jumped on me. Um, those sections are just as much fun, if not more so than running around with, you know, the, the Leviathan axe and the, the, the chain or the blades of chaos and stuff. Cause he's got his bow and he's still able to do melee stuff. He's got a couple really special, cool things that he can do too. But I mean, it's just so interesting because it changes the gameplay just enough. He's burying the lead here. His angsty stuff that he says sometimes is so great. It is. Don't bury the lead. It's like you kind of cringe, not because, oh, what he said was cringe, but you know how he feels because you were once his age Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you felt these things yourself. And you're like, wow, it's really naive and short-sighted that I understand this viewpoint that is really naive and short-sighted. <laughs> exactly. And then so, you you know, you're seeing things from his perspective, from Kratos, and, and you know the mm-hmm. whole story of what's going on because you get both of those pieces. And it's like, yeah, oh, this is great. This is so good. And the second time that you play as him. You want to grab them sometimes and shake them and yell, talk oh, of course. to each other. Of course, but the first game completely set it up that they do not, which you know, it, not. it's a really good continuation of all that, too. Mm-hmm. And um, but, yeah, the second time that you play as him has so far been my favorite part of this game because it adds a lot of richness to everything about it, to the story, mm-hmm. um, the environments, the lore, a new character that you get to meet and stuff. And it is yeah. it's it's just gorgeous and great. And I am loving the hell out of this game. Um, as I said, the first one was a ton of fun. It had a great story to it and everything like that. This one is just, it blows it out of the water, like just from a story perspective. And it, it it's great. Absolutely mm-hmm. great. I, I cannot no, have people like, I, I can't suggest it enough. It's so much fun. Yeah. Gosh, so, so I'm good. glad you're having fun. Oh, yeah. It's great. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, the library happened to have a copy of that, so. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. So, so you uh, got to play around with it? I didn't play it. I just listened to it. Gotcha. 
I, I listened to it and uh, kind of watched it be played over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sometimes you're just sitting here, you know, I'm sitting here doing my thing, reading or or playing my own game. And I hear the most angsty teenager. <laughs> my dad just doesn't understand me, man. And it's like, no, oh, no. I'm an adult now, honey. No, you're not. No real adult ever feels like an adult. Yeah. We're always looking for the grown-up or grown-up. The official exactly. grown-up. Yeah. Um, I, I will say one thing that I absolutely love, though, is the first time you do play as Atreus, you find a treasure chest, and as his dad just punches through the top to get everything, he walks up, tries mm-hmm. to punch through it, and just ah, hurts his hand. So then he just ends up yeah. whacking it with his bow to break it, which is great. Mm-hmm. Just tiny details like that. Lots of fun. Oh, yeah. it was Yeah, I saw that. It was so funny. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, the bow, known for its thwacking <laughs> powers. He must have been taught by Thrall. Do you remember that quest? No, oh, yeah. like bring us bows, and then he hits people with them. Exactly. Um, but yeah, and all the side characters in that game too are just like you fall in love with them. They're mm-hmm. voiced so well. They've got great personalities. Um, I mean, <laughs> again, some uh, one of my favorite cutscenes is. Kratos and Atreus sitting down to dinner with some of those side characters, just sitting down to dinner together. And it's just mm-hmm. like, this is, I never thought that this would happen in a God of War game. And I am loving every second of it. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. I, I like, I like how they managed to subvert expectations with God of War. I mean, the first one was just blood. Yeah. It was just but blood. It, it had and a really it's, good. It's turned- well, like, are you talking about the the first of the like the PlayStation Four or like the very first one? The very first one. Oh yeah, it's, it's, it's just a. It was all rage and and, and yeah. gore and everything. But, but and that's what you expected from the series. Like, mm-hmm. if somebody told you, "Oh yeah, you're gonna be playing God of War for the next twenty years," you'd be like, "Yeah, and I expect it to be this," which is fine. Yeah. But but then but the, they managed the, to subvert everything by giving it a heart. Yeah, the previous know? one is just amazing at that. It's a story mm-hmm. of a father and son trying to connect after the, mm-hmm. the passing of, of the mom slash wife. Mm-hmm. And you know, the whole thing is a journey to spread her ashes and Oh, the trouble that ensues. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's absolutely amazing that how much heart is put into it. And the, this one note character of Kratos has so much growth in the last game. And then in this one, oh, yeah. so much more. I mean, the the and, and you don't expect it from this type of character yeah, at all. Exactly, like he's a, he's a rage machine, guys. Like, like without going into names and stuff, but the quest that you go on with him and that other person in Vanheim is it's the most amazing thing to get Kratos aside and like hearing his emotion behind everything and like mm-hmm. not just rage, but his sadness and 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 regrets and and all of that is just. I mean, it's written so well and done in yeah. spectacularly. Yeah. Yeah, but it, 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 I mean, you didn't play this going the first game, <laughs> first game ever going. This is going to be an emotional journey. It's going know. to teach me a lot about the bonds of brotherhood and father and son and, and generational changes. No. 
No, the you first one is, oh. hey, there's a minotaur. Let's hack it up. Hey, look, there's a no, gorgon. No, no. Let's this hack it up. This guy's mad because he was tricked into killing his family. Mm-hmm. And now he's he's out for revenge. You don't expect that to become a commentary on the bonds of, <laughs> of, of your life and stuff. Yeah, and masculinity and like just mm-hmm. all the stuff. What is masculinity? Yeah. I mean, oh, it's great. So great. Yeah. Uh, I will say that I'm glad, just glad that Thimble Winter has not hit us. The just end. wait. Yeah. Climate change. Anyway, I have no idea what that is, but uh, I'm just going to say, man, if it's anything like what's been going on out there, hey, I would turn the, the start. heat on, Ben. Good point. Good point. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, yeah. God of War. Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Subvert your expectations today. <laughs> that just sounded like such a great end quote for for a, a commercial. And like now yeah. back to the program. Da, 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 da. That's what I was going for, dude. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I think now we should probably break into the one thing that we used to spend an entire show talking about. I thought you would say what that is. Oh, no, I was actually going to segue into a, a, a whole uh, intervention for you. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, because didn't we used to throw those every other weekend? Yeah, sometimes. No. Guys, I'm joking. That was when I was just chasing Ben around with a pickaxe and making origami <laughs> fires. Yes, it's us back in the world of Warcraft. Kinda. Kinda. Yeah. I mean, we're playing it, so. Well, I was playing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I talked about it a little bit before. I was uh, given an expansion as a gift and it came with 30 days. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, that 30 days has expired. Uh, I got up to level 64 and well, the thing is, is I, I didn't get any further than that because it, it wasn't fully grabbing my attention, but also I was like knee deep in Lego star Wars and really just enjoying that so much that mm-hmm. I, I didn't really want to break away from it. So yeah, it's really hard when, when you really want to play a game and then you, you try to play something else mm-hmm. for other reasons and you miss the game you want to be playing. Exactly. Like, there's no point in, at that juncture. Yeah, it's it's why I wasn't playing God of War when I was playing Lego Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, once I finish God of War, I'm I'm probably gonna drop 15 bucks just to have another month so I can go through and finish the leveling experience. I I do not see myself sticking around after that just because yeah. again, it it's still wow. Um, I, I still don't really want to engage with the end game and stuff. And mm-hmm. I mean, there, there have been some really interesting story beats so far that I kind of want to follow up on and see what happens with it. And I know I won't get the whole oh, story because dropped. yeah, yeah. yeah I, the, the whole story with, with an expansion takes place over the entire expansion as well as in short stories and comics and things like that. And I know I'm not going to hit everything. And yeah. novellas and, and finger puppets. Yeah, and see, uh, run at midnight in one town square. Exactly, and that's the stuff that I'm I'm gonna be like, oh, wow, Wiki, what's going on? Or mm-hmm. YouTube uh, um, summaries, what's going on? Stuff like that's what I'm gonna be doing with that. Um, Two characters announced they were married when we were standing on a dock because I'm there too now. My friends are enablers and pushers, and um. Oh yeah, that was like I love you what? Guys. 
Yeah, I'm like, wait, what? You two are married? Boom. He's declaring her the love of his life. And I'm like... Yeah, we're talking uh, Lorthamar sure and Thalrissa, right? People, yeah. Yeah, it's like, what? Mm-hmm. This happened off screen somewhere. Okay. It must have. Yeah, and despite all, was... <laughs> despite all of the really awesome uh, uh, customizable stuff that the dragon people get, that the direct there get, um, yeah, those those night elf ones that are on the, the horde side, they still don't have anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, fun stuff. Yeah, um, I really okay. <clears throat> Making a dragon was fun. Yes. Because once you realized how much there was, oh my gosh, you guys, you can customize every little bit of minutia. Did have you ever wanted to play a blind dragon? No. If you did, you could make a blind dragon. I know. You can make a half blind dragon if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. It's every Every little bit of it, like the horns, customizable. Uh, the crest that usually goes behind the horns. What do you want there? You want fins? You want rocks? You want sticks? You, you want... want hair? Yeah. Do you want more horns? Do you want horns yeah. that face the other direction? Yeah, there's so How about so ears? Much. You want horns for ears? Or fins? Or Big rocky bits? Or hair? Or elf ears? Yeah. They offered everything but a human ear. All the different colorizations. Yeah. Yeah. The the armor that you can get. The spots. And then the darker spots. (laughs) And then the different pattern of spots. And Mm -hmm. there is so much. There is so much you can customize. A lot of love went into that. And it's like, wow. And then you guys are going to like go make a human and it's just going to be, I mean, could you imagine that being your first character, a dragon seeing all those customization <laughs> options and then going, okay, I'm going to roll an orc next. Oh, well, Hey, at least they can stand up straight now. That's, that's a plus. And two different faces too. <laughs> they, they still need to give the undead a chance to like have a, you know, spinal surgery and stand up straight as well. Cause th- those upright, uh, undead look really cool but they do they look they look dashing but yeah i mean um so you you've gotten into the actual expansion proper then right like have you have you done much of the dragon flying and and what do you think oh yeah i think i've run into every bug in this game ben ben i've got the one where you are stuck in 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 a state where you cannot react to anything after you die. You can move as a ghost. Thanks for reminding me I could move as a ghost. Yes, but then you get back in your body. You can't mount, you can't move, you can't spell cast, you can't anything. And it's like, ah! So I got that one by going to the GM tools and and doing the help I'm stuck thing. Oh, that that worked? Yeah, Yeah, that worked for that, actually, guys. Oh, that's good. Look out for that, because, yeah, it was like, on the forums, they were like, delete your WTF file. I'm like, no. <laughs> I bet in a, okay, guys, when I uninstalled WoW, I uninstalled everything. everything. Mm-hmm. I uninstalled everything. So I got into WoW, and I had no add-ons. And if the add-ons I did end up installing, my presets were gone. Mm-hmm. So I had to spend one afternoon tweaking the UI. Now, don't get me wrong. 
they've changed a lot. I played a couple days with the new vanilla UI because they've changed a lot. Oh yes, they have. And and you can you can do a lot of stuff with the new UI that you couldn't before. Still have bartender. <laughs> yeah. I still have bartender. So I basically said, Oh, wow, this new UI, okay. Um, I'm going to resize stuff and then keep mm-hmm. it how the default was, because that's how I play the game. Really? Yeah. I have a crazy custom UI with a like I, I actually have the special box. Mm-hmm. Somewhat to the right of my character, the the middle point where the characters always focus. Yeah, just off to the right, and those are all my emergency cooldowns because I can just boop my mouse right over to it and just click in there for a second. See, I'm still I'm still playing on an old uh, uh, Logitech G510 keyboard, so I've got 18 macro keys, and mm. they were still programmed with when I originally played WoW. So yeah, I've got everything all set up perfect for that. So. Yeah, I just have have the line set up. I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. I don't need to worry about anything. Just like that? (laughs) Just like that. I can cast a spell now. (laughs) I haven't even opened anybody like Aludra or Mm -hmm. anything. Uh, That's all good. Just going to be, and I'm not going to know what to do anymore. (laughs) (laughs) My mage. But I've been playing this dragon. She's cool. I'm pretty, I'm around 63 64 like you somewhere mm-hmm. in there for all i know i'm 61 or some bs yeah well, <laughs> have you uh, have you started working with the the centaurs yet because that's where i left off okay so rathion wouldn't talk to me <laughs> you're close to working with the centaurs okay um, are you doing yeah, all the side quests or I- are you just mainlining it I'm I'm not mainlining. I'm I'm wandering around. I'm doing little side quests. I okay. I got to uh the the place where all the dragons ancestral home is. Oh yeah. Yeah, and that their, place is their cool. old hatching grounds and stuff. That place is really where cool. Apparently, yeah. Apparently all the dragons used to give their eggs to strangers to protect and then decided not to do that. that and makes then, sense. yeah. It really does. And now they've got eggs back there. And I'm like, uh-huh, which dragons are giving up their eggs? Because that's not a very dragony thing to do. Yeah. And then, you know, when they're about to hatch, John Hammond comes because he insists on being there mm-hmm. when each one hatches. So they imprint mm-hmm. on him. Yeah. Yeah. So so they know his face. Yeah. Speaking of, th- did you did you do the the quest where there's I think he's he's an orc. He's not an orc, like he's a dragon, but he's you know an orc shape or whatever. He's just sitting on the edge. And did you go yeah. through that whole? Did you go through the whole quest line with him? Yep. Oh my gosh, that was amazing. That was it's great, great yeah. storytelling. Like it's like it ends up being what like five, six quests or something where you just talk to mm-hmm. him and learn about the history of of him and everything, and it was so good. You know what? It's really funny because I'm like, is this all there is to this? So I went to Wowhead and uh, I saw so many comments. I didn't know I had to click on him. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what are you doing, guys? But yeah, no, that was, he was just sitting there. This guy's sitting there chilling. I'm like, you got an exclamation point. And I want to know what's up. And it's like, oh, listen to him. I'm like, I can stay a while and listen. My game's not bugged for once. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, because mobs were bugged. Rathion wouldn't talk to me. Other quest givers were ignoring me. I was like, guys, I'm I'm still a Ludra. I'm just a dragon now. A Ludra Gaza. 
Straza. Yeah. Gosa. That was close. Pretty close. There you go. But yeah. Uh, and so you're going to stick around with it uh, or just kind of, you know. Oh, I'm not going to be there the whole time. No, I'm going to level. I'm going to check things out. It was a gift mm-hmm. and I'm having fun in it, you know, as the gifty intended. Yeah, exactly. But okay. So I, 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 I kind of asked a little bit before, but, but how are you finding the dragon flying? You know, it's just like a step further from Demon Hunter flying. <laughs> True. Because they could already glide. I actually had more problems getting this dragon to glide. Yeah. Than uh, my demon hunter. Yeah, I've 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 gotten all of the the power points or whatever in the first zone, and then I kind of started like hunting for them, and I realized if the only way that I'm really going to have a lot of fun with this is if I have all of those, that kind of defeats the purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that that's the favorite part for for a lot of people, and if you start off high enough. Then, yeah, you can glide for a whole long time and kind of, you know, fly through and have some fun with it and stuff. And I'm sure as you unlock a whole bunch more, it's a lot more fun. But I still have problems with it just because it's, I don't know, it, it doesn't feel as intuitive to me as it does for some other people. Yeah. And that's probably a, a fault with me. And that's perfectly fine. No, it's not a fault with you. It's just you're wired differently. And, and not everybody finds the same things intuitive. That doesn't make you wrong or broken, Ben. It just means you you think a little differently. No. That's not a problem. I guess. I just, I don't know. I, I, I have a rough time with it. And I want the whole thing unlocked. And maybe, you know, I'll really enjoy it at that point. But I don't know. We'll see. I, I just yeah. hate when I'm down really low. And the goal is to get up really high. And... I have to like, you know, use my boosts and stuff to get up high and then sit and mm-hmm. wait for them to recharge before I can get up higher again and then wait. Yeah, the recharging's killing me with this stuff, honestly. Yeah. Uh especially when you're stuck and there's a lot of mobs around you and and you're a you mage. Know, I'm kind of in heal I'm checking out the healer spec while leveling. Yeah. I find I get more familiar with spells and what they do while leveling. So no, I'm just no, taking totally my time and playing with everything. And the lack of ability to fly just even straight up in the air mm-hmm. is just some BS. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. Um, I, it shouldn't be every five minutes. Yeah. And, and but like I said, as a mage, it's still it's like I just want to get out of here. You yeah. Know? I'm still now from what I've heard from a friend of mine, fire mage is like really low on the totem pole for damage, which it is at the beginning mm-hmm. of every expansion. So I'm like, I'm sure that's what it is, but yeah, it's yeah. just, yeah, real it, gear it, dependence back. Yeah. It, it's, it's the same kind of issues that I have at the beginning of every expansion. So yeah. that's one of the reasons why I almost, uh, ended up using the boost I have on my monk just to go through and play as her, because I thought that'd be a lot mm-hmm. more fun or as a warrior to just totally mix it up. But no, I went with uh, Fire Mage because I'm the most familiar with that. Yeah. No, I'm trying the whole new everything. The the new race and class because only the new race can be the new class. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's it. And then the dragons can't really be anybody else right now, can they? Yeah. I just just thought with the whole... Like the whole thing of the expansion being dragon flying, I didn't want to be a dragon on a dragon. It's funny, but they have this neat ability for you because you spend a lot of time making your human too. Mm-hmm. 
And that human's way more customizable than a normal human, too. Of course. So hopefully all the humans got all this new stuff for them. But, you know, she's a pink-scaled human because why not? And then you can be a person and you not only can switch, like, in and out of that, but they added another button uh, so that when you're done fighting, you will automatically go back to your chosen form. Oh, that's interesting. So, you know, Worgen were, were having fun until something attacked them. Then they turn into a big wolf thing. And then they had to wait for their cooldown to turn back. Mm-hmm. But now they've they've added uh, chosen visage or whatever. And you set it. If you're a human, you just click it. And then whenever you're done fighting, you go back. So you'll, you'll always be a person on the map. Oh, that's interesting then. Hmm, mm-hmm. Good for them. So yeah, um, and then it's really weird to glide as a human with no wings or anything. Oh, you can, like, yeah, because it, you're still you, because and magic. dragons as the racial get to glide like demon hunters. That's weird. So they just kind of uh, <laughs> they take these zenish poses and, yeah. and and stuff. It's very Doctor Strange looking, though. Honestly, mm-hmm. I might have to try that out then. But yes, I'm sure that uh, we'll be reporting more as we play some more. Um, the dragon starting zone quests and storyline is really interesting. Oh, okay. And uh, you, you get to learn more about the history of the dragon people. Stuff that is talked about a bit later. But the dragons, were they this race of people was essentially greatly betrayed. And you get to see their reactions to finding that out. Yeah, I know that you you learn a little bit about that. Like the reason why they're there is to learn more about themselves. Yeah, because they were told to go to sleep 10,000 years ago and did. And they were told they were going to be woken up by their boss, their great majestic leader, uh, when the time came. And instead, this person, this being, went, ha ha, screwed you over and ran away. And turn into a evil dragon guy, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. that one. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. Yes, yeah, so they wake up and realize they've been betrayed, and you just like kind of see their shock and horror at that. Like, wait, what? No, th- it's been wh- how long? What? That's impossible. <laughs> oh, and I might have said this before. I do not like Caligos's new uh, character model. He looks so silly. I know. He does. <laughs> they change him so much. No idea. No idea. But Like, he looks nothing like he used to look like. I know. If you were to put his OG model next to this guy, he would not. I mean, or the dragons like, have all. He's had probably like five or four or five different models. Mm-hmm. And all the other ones don't look like the only uh, similarity is he has blue hair. Yeah. Because you got to have blue hair. But, um, but, uh, like, okay, take Nors Damu, for instance. Mm-hmm. His first iteration looked like a, an underwear model. Yes. But his face and everything still stayed the same. Yeah. So, the bones, the structure underneath, the set dressing may change, but the, you know, he's gotten a bit leaner, I think. Yeah, and, but he's still recognizable. And- yeah, like, the models are still... I didn't know that Calgos was actually Calgos at first. 
Yeah, I was like, who's this guy? And then the hair color. And I'm like, no. And I clicked on him. I'm like, oh, Calig- Oh. Mm-hmm. Right. During that cut scene, I was like, who the heck? Oh. <laughs> well, unless the- Ben told me his model sucked, but I didn't. I did not expect that. Yeah, exactly. But I'm having fun. And I know the people who worked on this, not the higher ups but the actual people who worked on this game they worked really hard yes they did and, and stuff and, and and the thing is is my my uh, like waning interest in mmos has nothing to do with the actual like um quality of this game yeah cuz i mean it looks great it it plays really well it you know plays like wow and <coughs> excuse me sorry i've been muting that this entire time until now um but uh, it, you know, it it's a good expansion. All from everything that I can tell, it's just my interest has has changed over the years. Yeah, mine has too, and uh, I I won't pretend that it was it wasn't happening before all the the stuff that the higher ups were doing came to light. But it sure as heck didn't help me keep my interest. Yeah, you know exactly. But, uh, and, and there's nothing worse than, than, you know, it's like you don't want to support those awful people, but it's not the their subordinates fault. But the awful people are never going to learn if you still support them. So, yeah, you're kind of stuck. Yeah, it's catch 22. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm sure over the next uh, couple episodes, you'll be hearing more about our wow adventures um, or lack thereof. Either or, you know, whoever mm-hmm. it goes, because uh, we like to share that stuff with you. Yep. Haven't found a good pet to battle yet. Yeah, I've then got again, one or two. My pet uh my pet add-ons aren't installed, so that could be part of my problem. Yeah, all there. all my saved teams gone. So I'm mm-hmm. like, eh, whatever. Yeah. I kinda remember what I used to catch things and lo and behold still works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, turnip. Nope. I like turnip. Emerald Wellpling. I like my turnip. You can. I do. I think he was on a team with my turnip. You're Probably. Probably. Yeah. Well, I think with that, it is time to bring up the drawbridge. Yeah, I talked about the, the winter storms that were happening over here. I may have summoned them again. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I... I was just sitting here last night, just chilling with my window open, enjoying a, uh, enjoying a nice, cool breeze. And do you know what happens, Ben? Door shows Some up. Some kaboom rain. Mm-hmm. It was just like nowhere. Yeah. And rain. It wasn't supposed to rain. So, well, with that, let's go ahead and get some tarps over those box forts and mm-hmm. uh, call it a night. Totally. So, Ben, where can we hear you on the internet? Well, uh, you can always find me on Twitter. I am at Ben Bumhofer, but um, I do a couple other shows. Uh, one of them is called D&D Discussions. Uh, we have a new episode out where we talk about the whole kerfuffle with Wizards of the Coast and the OGL, which whew, we talk about so that what? for about like we summarize that and talk about it for about 40 minutes before we continue on to the next topic. But that it, next topic is no, talking about. Lot. 
Yeah, that next topic, though, is talking about uh, unwinnable situations and when and how you might want to use them and some things you don't want to do when you do those. Um, But uh, we had a lot of fun with that episode, so check that out. Um, Other than that, check out Plus 5 to Hit, which is the persistent campaign that I'm playing in. Um, I am following Foxgrove, the Bard, and some serious crap's been going down and uh it's it's getting it's getting down to the nitty-gritty where uh 10 towns might be destroyed by the end of our next session who knows so oh, uh, no we'll, we'll see what happens i'm excited all 10 yeah all 10 yeah we're 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 all at the last town that's gonna be hit so who knows we might be able to yeah. save that one i don't know we'll find out um but uh you i know you're on twitter you are at aludra's uh, aludra's pets Aludra's pets. Yes. I keep wanting to throw an underscore in there, but that is not there. No, that's not. It was very difficult for some people to find me with the underscore. Um, yeah. Uh, the show is also at Battle Pets Show. No, Boxford Show. Boxford Show, because we were talking about pets and pet battling. <laughs> exactly. I'm wrong. I knew one of us was going to fall into that. Yeah. Boxford Show. And you can always email us. Uh, us at boxfortshow at gmail.com. Yep. Ben, it's late and I'm tired. <laughs> exactly. And so tired that you forgot to say you can check out all of our previous episodes on boxfortshow.com or on your podcast player of choice. No, I was just rushing to complain. Ah, well, there's that too. Sometimes you're just in a mood to be like, no, I want to complain. I get it. Well, oh, with that, everybody, ben, thank you ben, very much for joining been, us. Yes. It's been so much fun talking to you. It's so much. It's so good to be back, everybody. We've missed you. Mm -hmm. We love you. Yes, we do. Thanks for listening. And until next time, everybody, be good to each other. And goodbye.